for a lot of us as healthcare professionals this is scary um unprecedented times this is one of those times in life when we have to ask ourselves who we truly are i was uh, planning a trip with my family it was spring break to um, to go to florida like many of us and even till a day or so before i was about to leave i was like i'm going to travel you know this is being blown out of proportion but boy was i wrong and i was having a conversation with eddie and we decided that um, you know we need to talk about this i can tell you that eddie you will agree we decided uh, to stop meeting and uh, recording for some time this podcast um episode uh, was recorded independently and it was the first time that we are trying it out you know both eddie and me are healthcare professionals and you know i have been to work and uh, i'm practicing as much distancing as i can but in my profession it's difficult to do so and so i want to make sure that eddie's family is uh, protected and eddie's doing the same thing and you know he has to go back to work eventually and and uh, he wants to keep protect my family and so we're going to be doing this over distance but around me i have noticed that uh, that is not necessarily been the trend there's enough uh, evidence of that on the news and even in communities where uh, people have been up and about and not necessarily practicing social distancing i can tell you for myself how do i choose virtue or practice virtue in the setting of pandemic the first thing i want to say is that it is my responsibility to protect the vulnerable population as we all know there is a certain subset of population who are vulnerable to it our uh, elderly um our patients who are sick and um it is our responsibility to make sure that we do our bit even though we may not be that affected by it uh and we may sometimes be asymptomatic but that doesn't mean just because we are not in danger that we don't practice the social distancing exercise our moral responsibility toward the vulnerable population and try to uh, to limit the spread i mean i don't have to lay it down for you guys but you know i don't live with my parents or my grandparents but a lot of my friends do and uh, if i were to not practice social distancing and they would get the covid-19 virus from me that'd be devastating i was struck by something that an epidemiologist named Emily Landon said she said the healthy and the optimists among us will doom the vulnerable and that uh, got me thinking about the virtues and how we can use the virtues to guide our responses to this pandemic and this quote in particular makes me think of the virtue of temperance so temperance is avoiding immediate pleasures in order to achieve a larger good a good that is remote or difficult and social distancing is a good example of the virtue of temperance because it requires us to in a very significant way to moderate our habits and our desires um the disconnection from one another physically is something that is um uncomfortable but needs to be 
accomplished in order to maximize a chance that we don't interfere with the best possible outcome, which is to minimize the spread of the virus. We also have a responsibility toward others um, who are not just going to suffer the health consequences, but also the financial consequences. I was talking to um, my uh, jujitsu coach, and um, there are several such small businesses that uh, are in uh, in peril. As a physician, I have job security much more than most other people, and I feel that it's my personal responsibility to continue these memberships, even though I'm not going to go and train anymore for some time. But I'm not going to cancel my membership. It may be a, a maybe a hundred bucks for us, but for them, that is food on their table for them. So I had a similar realization. My wife came to me and asked uh, if we should have our normal weekly housekeeping service during this whole social distancing. I thought immediately of what would be the most virtuous response, having them come over, uh, places them at undue risk of uh, exposure, but they need the work, they need the money. And I quickly realized that the most just and equitable answer in the face of these extenuating circumstances was to pay them and not have them come to the house. Basically to show appreciation and generosity for all that they do in the face of overwhelming uncertainty. And that's, I think, a form of justice. Uh, Because justice, which is another virtue, is when we order our lives to the good of everybody else. We also have a responsibility towards our colleagues. I work uh, in uh, a practice where there are those of us who are in the vulnerable population. And it took me till very recently to realize that I was being selfish. I didn't even realize I was being selfish. And here I was, I think that I'm, I'm uh, just, and uh, I like to practice these virtues. And I completely disregarded the fact that I work with, with those folks who are vulnerable. And they are brave and they are showing up to work. And I, here I was on a, a, trying to take a spring break vacation. <laughs> and so I'm going to try my best to help my colleagues, um, those brave folk who despite being in the vulnerable population or showing up to work, but I'm going to try to, to see if I can do my bit to keep them away from danger as much as I can. And, and, and I know it's not going to be possible, and, um, but I'm going to try. We, I also have a responsibility toward uh, the community, um, the country, and humanity at large. We have to stem this. We have to learn from it. Life as we know it is going to change. But like they say, you know, never let a good crisis go waste. <laughs> As a physician, we need to be able to keep our skills, skills that are important in the time of uh, infections like this, basic critical care skills, which a lot of us have lost because we are so subspecialized, basic emergency medicine skills. We need to be digging into our toolkit and sharpening those tools. You know, one of the things I was thinking of that if we spend this time worrying about ourselves, and our families. It's worrying about our finances, stock market. If folks like us, who are some of the brightest minds, who have a job security, and more importantly, have the medical knowledge, have the know-how, have the skills to be able to actually do something. If we don't do our duty, understand our responsibility, 
then who will? For all the things that I've written down in my personal statement, ever, whenever I was asked to produce one, this was the kind of crisis that I was talking about, to help others, to put others before me. This is my time to deal with this crisis and stay true to, true to my word. So we have a moral responsibility to support the vulnerable. We have a fiscal responsibility to support small businesses. We have a civic responsibility. We need to follow the rules. We need to self-quarantine. We need social distancing. You know, we should prepare for the worst case scenario. It's not wrong to hope for the best case scenario. I think courage is the most obvious virtue that we must embrace in the face of this pandemic. You know, courage is taking risk and suffering hardship for the sake of a greater good. And very likely we will be asked to perform our duties, but also to act above and beyond our normal duties. And at increased risk to ourselves and frankly to our families. Um, my wife and I spent most of this weekend uh, planning what's it going to look like when I come home from work? Um, what do I have to do to minimize the risk of exposure to my family? Um, and th these are issues of courage. Um, but back to your point about staying up on our very basic life-saving skills, I agree. And as a subspecialist, it's not lost on me that I need to make myself available to cover the general skill set of the specialty that I'm in, which for me would mean potentially covering labor and delivery. Um, and if it reaches an even higher level of crisis, I may be asked to perform life-saving duties. And that's going to require courage. This is a time for courage. And courage versus rash decisions means we have to use wisdom. Courage is action in the presence of wisdom, guided by wisdom. Both Harry and me want to take our time to really thank those who are at the front lines of this. You know, we, I know personally infectious disease doctors who at my institution are doing their best to understand this particular problem, to deal with it. And also the critical care doctors who are going to be at the front lines, who are already in the front lines. They are the first line. But as we all know, they are the ones who are putting themselves at risk. Some of us form the second line. We need to be ready. Elbow bump till we can high five. Thank you for all you do.